Racers and Rental Cars Podcast with your host, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Foray, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Thank you for downloading today's episode of Racers and Rental Cars Podcast. Brought to you by MotionRaceworks.com. Stop by MotionRaceworks.com for all of your high-performance needs. If you need to go fast, MotionRaceworks.com. What's up, West Coast Cam? What's happening, Lieutenant Don? It is the end of January. It's cold. I'm getting my blood pressure up because if I don't, I may become a frozen popsicle. Yeah, you've been kind of on the high horse all week for a multitude of things via our text message conversations. Yeah, getting uh, pretty, you know, we get those get those numbers on Monday. You get me all fired up. We had the practice tree race this weekend. I was still fired up. Social media is going fired up. Fired up my race car last night. I'm fired. I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, it, dude, once again, I really believe that we could pull off a reality show. Just saying. I'm pretty sure we probably could. I mean, we can, we need, and it we need starts to with a vlog. Is that what it is? <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to be throwing one down for my, uh, my whirlwind three day trip to Dallas and back this weekend. So I've got my, my DJI pocket osmo i'm gonna have her all charged up gonna grab me some rather large sd cards and uh i'm going to uh do my own little vlog if you will for get you uh, go. next week get down with your bad self dude i'm telling you it's like the this this tool you gotta get one man we get you're gonna make me look really bad because i mean i use an old iphone <laughs> I, I thought I was stepping up because I told Angie I was going to go buy a camera for my vlogs and I was like wait a minute I think I have another iPhone so and my phone that I have now is basically it's got like 9,000 photos on it so it's full and so every time I make a vlog I have to delete a million things in order to get it to work so I was like oh I'll just use this other one and then I'll it doesn't have service to it I'll just use it for the video camera and then Wi-Fi boom upload seems to work so far there you go. Just it's no fancy, fancy schmancy stuff. And, you know, I don't have like selfie sticks and all the cool garb yet. But, you know, hey, it's a work in progress. It's still the off season. So I still got a whole like two weeks to figure things out. Dude, I, I, <laughs> I got enough on my plate, though. So I don't know if I'm even going to really get to it, to be honest. You need to look into the smooth. The smooth? S M O V E sounds fancy that's a tidbit for everybody out there tidbit tech we need it we're gonna start that back up we used to do that we used to do the tech tidbit talk about an app or something to help help people with their self-promotion right now that's an equipment piece smooth it's like a pedestal gimbal deal for your phone if you're a big phone user and you don't want to you know get a DJI pocket Osmo, which I highly recommend. I mean, God, they're so cool to use, but nonetheless, yeah, get you looking to smooth and your next tech tip for the day for this week for January, 2020, get yourself a Grammarly account. <laughs> yep. You've already talked about that one, but yeah, that's a good, I, it, it happened again over the weekend. I would say over the weekend, uh, Friday, I was reading something that was sent to me by a, uh, a listener, racer, client, potential asking questions. And I was like, man, that word's misspelled. That word's misspelled. Where, why is that word misspelled? Grammarly dude gra- and dudettes. Grammarly, Grammarly, Grammarly. Yeah, yeah, that that uh, I I will second that. I'm not the best speller in the world. Everybody knows that, and everybody knows I'm terrible at text messaging because for some reason my fingers don't work on an, an iPhone for whatever godly reason. So, um, and usually because I'm doing about 17 different things when I'm sending a text message, I need to work on that. But anyway, 
yeah, it's, it's, uh, you got to look into that kind of stuff, you know? You do. You do. You got to try that. And look, I'm not going to throw you under the bus or anything, but I am going to acknowledge and agree with you that, <laughs> that you challenge my fill in the blank like it's a haiku or what, what was that? Yeah. Not haiku. Our, What's, our family text has basically has like a camera decoder ring. <laughs> yes. I, I, I like mean, talking my own language. It's like, man, how many how many vowels are we missing here for this word? I have it, sound it out, man. Let, let me get let me guess on this fill in the blank word today. So, I'm not throwing you under the bus, but I do acknowledge and agree with you and your challenges of texting adequately. I'm challenged. You're challenged what do you want from me. Hey, I'm just saying, maybe you need to try the talk to text button. I do, and that's what sucks. It doesn't work. It either. I mumble or whatever, and then I try, and then Angie put this like auto correct thing, and it just, yeah, I don't. It made it worse, so I just roll with it. Everybody who knows me knows that my texting sucks, and if you get a reply, so <laughs> if you get a reply, well, I'm a busy guy these days, man. Okay, so let all right, let's hear about your Cheetos business. College got me, got me busy. Cheetos college. <laughs> and then I got, and then I got, uh, you know, I've turned into a carpenter this off season and uh, I got to do a motorhome remodel that I'm almost done with. Thanks to an explosion of a water pump in my nice motorhome, But now it looks legit and fresh to death and awesome new flooring and remodeled back bedroom. So nice. Yeah. Photos did look good. I thought, yeah, you did no, really well. I've, I'm actually impressed with myself. I had a family friend of ours um, help us or help me, I should say. And he had never really laid this type of flooring in either. And neither. I mean, we all know I haven't because yeah. So I excel in other areas of life, not necessarily anything when it comes to woodworking or anything remotely related to construction. Just ask my wife about that. Um, I can't even hang a picture about the thing falling off the wall. So um, anyway, yeah. So, but I was actually pretty impressed with myself. Like it looks really good. Like it's, it's legit. People came by, scoped it out, said I, we did a really good job. So it's like, mm, I'm going to go with like 87% done. I just got to finish up the, the uh, rest of the dinette area. So I'll do that this weekend. And then Hopefully get the engine and everything serviced up and then she'll be ready for Pomona or whenever, whatever we're doing. <laughs> My question is, did you get your air conditioner seal put in? I did. That was also included in the, in the renovations. <laughs> it wasn't that hard, was it? No, that part was easy. That was minor. Did you, were you able to do that yourself or did you call your buddy? Well, I, the family friend of ours helped me. Like I couldn't lift the air conditioner myself and things like that. He's, he's retired and loves projects like that. So, um, yeah, he helped me do it. And, but yeah, the, the seal was, was super minor. So if I would have known it was that easy. I would have done it a long time ago <laughs> and not have your bed get wet all the time. Yeah. It only happened twice, but it just sucks that it happened on our brand new mattress. We just bought. So now do you have. Your mattress all squared away. Are you ready? Yep. Everything's dialed in, man. It's the the back is back in action. hundred percent ready to rock and roll. Like I said, I only got, I don't know, maybe eight square feet to go. But so I will tell you, there's one thing about motorhome for those of you that are um, looking to embark on a motorhome restoration slash remodel. Um, it sucks. When it comes to if you're changing the flooring from carpet to laminate slash hardwood slash whatever we put in there, it's laminate. I don't even know what you call it. It's like big blocks together mm. or whatever. But anyway, and you have, if you have a slide out like I do, good luck because you peel out all the carpet and then you'll generally have like a six or eight inch piece underneath the slide out that you can't get out until you figure out how to jack up your slide out out of your motorhome to pull it out. And then once that's done, you got to figure out how to put the flooring back underneath it without it moving every time you move the slide. So needless to say about 12 hours later, we had it handled. 
I've seen that done in the dealership. Pull the slide out, set it on, basically set it on sawhorses, finish it, do everything, then put the slide out back in. Yeah, we were actually able to to jack it up. Like we only moved it like I don't know, less than a half an inch. So there you go. Um, so we were able to slide it in, and then I was able to get underneath underneath the slide and with my little midget hands, um, you get under it. there and. <laughs> Uh, and able to start it underneath and notch it and, and whatever. But yeah, so for those of you that are looking to do something like that, I wish you the best of luck, my friends. Take it inside somewhere and pull the slide out all the way out. Yeah. Make life so much easier. Yeah, well, I didn't have the skills nor the nor the time to do such such things. So, but yeah, other than that, man, we got so many race car stuff being painted and helmets galore and yeah we're busy we're busy well every day it looks like you're you know i see something new on the on the ig story for for brico paint yeah man we're just uh just lining them up knocking them down <laughs> definitely can't keep up my my dad said he's like man we'd be really busy if we wanted to be <laughs> what do you call this dad <laughs> Yeah. Uh huh. That's I. I used to have somebody who used to tell me all the time. They're they're like, "How's things going?" I'm busy as I want to be. Yep. I'm as busy exactly. as I want to be. Well, hey, let's talk motorsports. It's 2020. First week, we're gonna call this dumpster fire episode number one for the 2020 season. Let's catch let's up. Talk. Let's talk. Tell me. Let's tell let's, me a story. You talk. had your first race of the year. I mean, it wasn't didn't involve wheels rotating, but you had your first practice tree race. Tell us about that. Yeah, we did. We had our practice tree race on Saturday. Who won uh, the engine, by the way? Uh, David Davis out of Ohio. And Dude. man, was that kid stoked. Oh, I bet. That's freaking awesome. He was stoked. Um, most definitely. We, we had uh, just over 200 racers. Uh, in attendance, um, pretty sure the next year I may get a visit from the fire marshal because uh, I'm pretty sure we had we 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 might have had real close to 300 people in in the in the building and uh, had some great food. It went through pizzas galore. Over 40 pizzas were consumed. Cases yep. among cases of soda. Um, water it was a great night we start kicked the doors open at one o'clock uh, we started the first race at 240 the warm-up race we had uh i think we had over 400 entries in the warm-up race uh came down to some just individuals that in this part of the country you would expect to see them uh in a final a final round Corey galetti tyler size more uh these guys, you know, they're always at the million or at the fling and so forth. So, um, great, uh, great individuals. It was a great event. Really happy that for so many people that came from out of state to travel, uh, all the companies that were involved. Um, I mean, the, the engine giveaway from Oakley, uh, engine performance, Philip and Jay, the, the guys from Ohio that won it, they were just out of control over the moon. It was just crazy. Um, but yeah, no, it was a, it was a good time. Had a lot of lot of company motorsports uh, support from different companies, prizes, uh, bracket. You know, Luke's Luke School uh, with uh, Peter and Kyle with the Fling and the Folk Family with the Million and Derby Promotions with Tyler's deal here in the Midwest. Uh, it's just man, we just gave away so much stuff. Race pack, Boxo. I mean, if you name if you name a motorsports company, we we probably gave something away from them. Um, it was just, it was a really good night. Finished up 10 minutes after midnight done. And, uh, it was, uh, it was pretty freaking awesome, dude. Very nice. So what else you got going? I mean, you, that's not the only reason why you've been all riled up. Well, we're trying to, um, we're going to Texas this week, uh, for, with tub of towels for an O'Reilly's 
uh, conference vendors and executives, regional managers and so forth. Vendors come into the area, come into Dallas, Texas. And so our car is going to be on display uh, during the during the show. And so we're getting ready to load it as we're recording this on Tuesday this week, which will be should be new for all of our listeners on 2020. Um, so, yeah, so we're getting ready to try to load everything up and trying to put everything together, make sure everything looks pretty. Uh, fired the car up last night for the first time on gasoline. And, oh, it was so nice. So nice. Loved it. It's nice to hear something race engine start up and that uh, Magnus and supercharger sit there and, you know, you, you, you don't get to hear any of that as a nitro car. You just, you don't hear it like you do in a, in a regular Mac, you know, regular supercharger and hear that. Oof, 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 oof. I heard, I heard it on your, uh, on your post the other day. You like that? I did. You like that? Yes, indeed. Pretty excited about that. So yeah, so I'll be on the road, be on the road this week. Traveling to Dallas, I'm sure I'm going to keep my Instagram story loaded up and uh, looking forward to uh, taking in. I don't know how much sights and sounds of Dallas I'm going to get to take in. It's a pretty quick trip, but uh, nonetheless, I'm looking forward to uh, meeting a lot of great people at the conference and uh, showing off our our LS baby and uh, put her back in the trailer and and head back this way for uh, for the start process of, of truly getting ready for 2020. Very nice. Very nice. Where are you going this weekend? <sighs> Back to the shop to do some more painting. We have a few things we need to get done before Pomona and we're getting down to the wire for some of our clients, racers, whatever you would like to call them. Uh, and then also I have to finish up the motorhome. So in the midst of all that, got to do some, do some teaching, but uh, yeah. So it was a short week because we had MLK day yesterday as we're recording this on Tuesday. So I was able to get some more work done. So yeah, it's uh, when you live double lives like we all seem to do, you got to figure out how to draw Peter to pay Paul. So um, yeah, but it was good. Do more of the same this weekend. I Well, oh, dude, did any... Oh. Did anybody? I'm out there. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Um, did anyone out there watch Supercross this weekend? Oh my goodness gracious! Mm, no, I did not. Dude, the 250 main was insane. Like there was this gnarly takeout. So, in a nutshell, Christian Craig was leading, got taken out by this Frenchman Dylan Ferrandis, like just punted, and then of course, and he was leading the main punt booted him or whatever like right in front of the mechanics area broke his bars or bent him down like so he couldn't even ride the bike so he got forfeited his teammate jet lawrence who is cool name huh jet yeah Um, i wonder where that came from yeah um he's 16 years old it's his first year racing like he's just dude he's 16 right so he's just a squirrel but amazing ride yeah just living the dream and he ends up leading he had like a I don't know, 10 or 12 second lead or whatever. Got was getting, he had like, I don't know, I think three, two or three laps left getting super nervous. And like the French guy behind him, Dylan Fernandez is the champion from last year, just on the gas, like trying to catch him. And he was just whiskey throttling all over the place. Just, he ended up falling, right? Gets up still in the lead. Cause he had that big of a lead going. Then Fernandez catches him. They're like battling. He like, block passes him or whatever. And then this kid, like literally like two corners left, he's just going for it. Just grabs a fucking handful of gas going through the whoops. His feet are basically just like hanging off the bike. He's just, he looked like the uncle Ronnie guy out there. And he ends up getting kicked, like bucked his back wheel bucks. him, and he's nose, nose wheeling for like, I don't know, this whole flat section right before the triple, just up on the front wheel and boom over the bars and like knocks himself out and breaks his collarbone. Doesn't finish the, Led 60- the whole race. Oh man. I and, thought we were lost gonna... and broke his collarbone. Oh, I thought and we were getting ready to have a really cool ending. No, like it was literally like, cause Christian Craig is Angie's favorite guy. And we obviously think the jet Lawrence kid's cool. Cause he has the same name as our kid. So, and it's, he's new and he's fast and gives the sport something. And I'm just like, man, I hope he doesn't, you know, just, he's never been in that position before. He's nervous and sure as shit, man. 
I felt so bad for him. Like the whole crowd just, you know, but not only is Jet Lawrence and Christian Craig teammates, the guy that got taken out and then the guy, the kid, poor kid that crashed, the guy that took him out and passed him and caused him all that, the guy ended up winning. So as you can imagine, you couldn't even hear his podium speech because the whole entire Angel Stadium was booing. Ooh. You ever hear boos like that before? Um, I can't, can't quite recall any any such uh i don't it's i really don't know never really heard any heard that kind of booze before yeah me neither um yeah i don't know it happens though i mean it's yeah i've heard that it happens yeah i've never been booed before yeah (laughs) that you know about (laughs) what you know where they were booing not anywhere near me (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that was my Supercross story, and as you can see, I got all amped up on it. So you totally did. You yeah, totally. It was, I'm telling you, go on YouTube and watch it. It was freaking wild. Like literally, Angie and I were both screaming at the TV, like up off the couch, screaming at the TV. Our neighbors were probably like, "What is going on?" Call the police. Yeah, uh, just well, watching Super. That well, that would have been. So obviously, then that means you didn't watch the UFC fight. Not that we're going to talk about the UFC, but. No, but I did watch the press conference before and I did watch like the, I went on YouTube and cause I heard it lasted literally like 40 seconds. Dude, it so, didn't make the refresh on my Twitter feed. Yeah. It's cause you know how they always have people have Reply, like, yeah. yeah, they, they have the pirated, you know, feed and stuff. So I'm on Twitter while we're at the practice tree race and I'm refe- refreshing my phone as I'm watching this one feed. This guy always puts it up. So I'm clicking on it. Right. And I click on it and the fight's over. Dude, by the time the feed loaded, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, I got to tell you that. Yeah. He beat the living snot out of that guy. I'm not much of a UFC guy. I mean, I know a little bit about it, but yeah. Wild. I think I'm more on the UFC side just for the montage of the, the promotion aspect of it. That's really yeah, they do a good job. That's why I watched the the press conference before and I got to hand it to both Conor McGregor and I don't, they call the other guy cowboy or something. Yeah. Um, as badass as they both are, they literally like, you know how most of those UFC press conferences are just like, Oh yeah, F him, F this, I'm going to kill you. And they stand there nose to nose. And then they like push each other and like start a brawl. Like, come on. The, I got to tell you, I mean, I guess Conor McGregor is in like a bunch of legal trouble or whatever. And then, you know, so whatever the case may be, they did a phenomenal job of being respectful to each other. And I think it sounds to me like they're old enough and they've done it enough to where it's like, Hey man, like I got respect for the guy. He's trying to do what I'm doing. It's cool. He's a great fighter. I'm a great fighter. You know, there's no reason for me to come up here and bash him and whatever. And like, it was funny because they were the people they're like asking the questions at the press conference, like the media and stuff. They were trying to like get a rise and they were basically were like, dude, just shut up. Like, we don't hate each other. Like we both have mutual respect for each other and we're going to go in there and we're going to beat the shit out of each other. And that's going to be it. That's and the winner is going to be the winner and we're going to get up and we're going to shake hands and go on about our merry way. Yeah, that's so. uh, you're, you're absolutely right about that. That's uh, I did not see the press conference, but I just, the whole UFC, the way they're, the way they promote themselves and, and, and so forth, uh, even the, like the sponsors and where they put their logos for the fights and things of that nature. I look, I just, I look at all that. I evaluate it. Uh, How come Band-Aid hasn't been a sponsor yet? <laughs> I think it probably has something to do with Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. Could be. I, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. You know, it's it's. I know a lot of people probably don't think about this, but there's a lot of companies out there that don't like to be associated with certain types of sports. I know that very well from trying to find sponsors. Yeah, yeah. right. You yeah. want us to what? You want to put our name on the side of something that can crash or blow up? Yeah, we're not interested. Mm-hmm. That's that is for sure. Well, hey, speaking of sponsors, you got a little got a little piece over there. I do. Yeah. Who, who, do I? Who, who just announced their sponsor today? 
Oh, I thought you were talking about for me. You're I was hor- like, you're a horrible for segues. Sorry. Well, I thought you were talking as I'm sitting here looking at ISC racers tape. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. I've been part of team tape for a long time. Danny Northrup yeah, hooked oh, me up. He's, he's a badass. With, oh yeah. Hooked me up with my, with my yearly supply of, uh, racers tape for all you guys out there. It doesn't just work for your oh. race car. It works for every aspect of your house. Actually, I used it on some of the motorhome to hold down some of the tiles while I was trying to slide it in there. So yeah. Anyway, shout out to racers tape team tape. For but sure. yes, segue into a sponsor announcement today being Tuesday. Um, shout out to Alexis Sejoria. She's brought on, um, was it Rocket or? Yes. What is it? Rocket Bones. Yes. Um, which is pretty awesome. A new sponsor to the NHRA. And then was it AK Beer, I think they said? Yes. Now that is yeah. one that I really had to, um, I had to go and do. It's on my list to do a little research later on tomorrow uh, in regards to that, because it's a beer that I hadn't really heard about. And, you know, yeah, I never, I mean, I'd never heard of it either. And I kind of like to drink beer. Yeah. I mean, it sounds to me like according to their press release that I read, so they're going to have their AK beers going to keep, be keeping people refreshed in the pits. So it sounds to me like they're going to be doing some sort of uh beer sales selling I wonder how that's going to work I wonder if they have to deal with NHRA or each individual track I don't know that's very um, it's very interesting to me because I would like to you know understand how they're going to do that because I know a lot of times um, because food and beverage is usually done through the track yeah through like center plate or or something of Mm -hmm. that nature they're contracted um, for sure so I would really like to know how that's going to work, but that's awesome if they got it done so that. Yeah. And kudos to NHRA for allowing it. So that's sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, I mean, and we were talking beforehand, her card, I mean, got a little look to it. Like you said, like little, um, you know, with a throwback to what you said, cruise Pentagon. Snap on. Yeah, it's kind of got a Cruise Pentagon esque to it. I mean, not, it's not, I don't think it's a copy, but it just, maybe that's my eyes seeing the red and the black because from Snap on. Right. But no, I, th- I think it looks good. Well, I think the other thing that's kind of interesting with the crossover aspect is the, the rocket and their background. I don't know if most people know this or not, but like they, they did a women's only racing series, the W series. And so um, they've got, you know, they're, they're, they're starting to embed themselves in motorsports uh, with a lot. I mean, they've got, uh, what is it? They've got a formula one team and then they've got a formula E team right now. Right. But, um, yeah. Alexis, the, the artwork looked really cool. Um, in a way, I don't know. I, I saw the red and black and in the white. And the first thing I thought of was, I hate to say it was, was Kenny Bernstein, but, uh, um, was your buddy. Yeah. That's, you know, just kind of, but I like the, I like the colors, like the scheme. Uh, she was out testing today with the new body on. I think they were in Tucson, I think is where they were. Uh, yeah, about the photos. I was trying to figure out which track it was, but yeah, it did look like Tucson. Yeah. So it looked like Tucson. So they were there doing a little testing. And uh, I think it's awesome. I think you know, they, Sean moves on from Funny Car down to to uh, to Top Fuel, uh, which is like the worst kept secret yet that still hasn't been announced. But um, <laughs> from that standpoint, but yeah, no. So I think that's 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 really cool. From that, I don't have I don't have really any other sponsorship announcements for NHRA. Um, the past couple weeks have been very quiet if you will. Um, I think probably the one that's the most interesting to me that we're going to have him on the show in, in a, in a couple weeks is going to be uh, Dwayne Shields who uh, has teamed up for a multi-year deal with muscle milk uh, for, yep, his, for, that's his, a cool one. for his a fuel operation. Um, so we, he and I chatted a little bit on the phone uh, last week and looking forward to trying to uh, get, get him worked up in uh into our into our queue but most definitely Dwayne has been um part of or was part of the uh, peak program uh their team peak 
for, if I'm not mistaken, Dwayne will probably correct me, but I think it's seven years, seven or eight years that, that he was part of that. And uh, Peak decided, uh, I think back, which was not another worst kept secret, but um, at Indy that they were going to kind of go a different direction with their sportsman program and uh, left Dwayne looking for something. And Dwayne has uh, a good reputation in the NHRA side uh, for the AFL ranks. But Dwayne also has a savvy B2B side to him as he has um, a company of convenience stores out in the Las Vegas area. So it worked out well. And uh, Muscle Milk, from from what he told me, was very excited about being involved in NHRA and the the fan base. So uh, I'm looking for that. That was another scheme that I thought looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um for uh, the artwork and the renderings, and hopefully we'll see them. Yeah, it must on- be something with the color red. I'm telling you, man, that red. We'll have to that- go find some companies that got some red in it. Sounds, it sounds oh. like there's pretty good luck rolling around there. So I love the red. Yeah, looks I, good. I, I love the red, but yeah. So yeah, so there's a couple there. Um, did you hear about all of the different comings and goings? I say comings and goings. Now there's not many goings, but. Uh, See, Slate's not on the on the on the show talking about his his American bracket race. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not. He's not on the show. I said comings and goings. Yeah, exactly. There <laughs> ah, you are with about segues. Yeah. Long, oh, so now you finally wake up. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So he'll probably post his flyer on our social media. <laughs> oh, that's why it's like I just clicked on Facebook and there it is. something. Oh, hey, there it is. Yeah, that's it. No. Um, what about the the? I don't know how to to talk about like the right wording. This is, it's kind of a deal where I just haven't kind of figured it out yet, but Daniel Suarez is in the NASCAR series and, and he was over uh, in the Stuart Haas area, if you will, for a few years and had a great sponsor with him. And they just announced today that he's going to what, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say it's like a mid pack team. Uh, in NASCAR, and it's it's starting to kind of feel yeah the Gaunt Brothers uh, team. It it's kind of starting to feel like he may be sliding, if you will, out of the sport. And <laughs> I really kind of hope that's not the case, um, because he is. I think uh, his Hispanic background and bringing that demographic uh, eyeballs, if you will, or, or to the races uh, physically, uh, I, as well as companies that are looking for that demographic for their, for their sales, for their business. I think it's important, you know, uh, Juan Montalia left, uh, you know, left Ganazzi and, and went back, but um, I'd really like to see, I'd really like to see somebody pick him up before he kind of leaves, if you will. Um, I was kind of a shock to me today to see him going uh, over to the 96 car. So uh, I'm sure, I'm sure he probably feels, um, I hope he feels excited, but I hope that somebody is going to do something different because I'd hate to see him start to slide out of the sport because I think it'll hurt a demographic group. So, yeah. What else? What else happened? And oh, who um, who bought the the new mid engine Camaro for three million bucks? Was it Hendrick? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. With Jeff three Gordon, million dollars. With Jeff Gordon sitting right beside him, right? Yeah. Nice. But, nice. But you want to I mean, know what? Yeah, hold on. What do you think's more? Okay. What's which one's more impactful? Rick Hendrick buying that Corvette for three million dollars. Or Scott Liebershire buying the Copo Camaro for six hundred thousand. Is that what it went for? The, the John Force one. Yep, six hundred k. Six hundred grand. And the money went to education programs. That's cool. So, which one do you think? Is I can more? back that. Being an educator of America's youth. I'm gonna. I'll send Scott a text and ask him if he can get that agency to send some money to Cheetos College. Yeah, would you please? 
always looking for donations over there. <laughs> Paint and body shop is, is in dire need of some new equipment. Hell yeah. Preferably band-aids. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, nobody cut their fingers off today. I was impressed. They even let them use a cutoff wheel and an ankle grinder today. Oh my God. There you go. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But no, I thought those that, that was some I thought that was pretty exciting uh over the weekend with the Barrett Jackson deal with the Corvette for Mr. Hendrick and three million and uh and definitely Scott Lieberstar. That's if you don't if you're a drag racing fan and you go to a race where there is stock, super stock, or factory stock showdown, uh and you hear the Lieberstar last name, uh you have got to go find them they are some of the nicest people you will ever get a chance to to be around or or talk to and they i think i don't quote me on this but i think he's up to like 12 copos now i mean he is he is uh, you know as we would say in north carolina he ain't copo poor (laughs) (laughs) he he can pick one drive a different one for a couple days you know what i mean yeah. Um, let me see. What else did I have on my list over here? I let's get I want to get back to Pro Stock. How about Pro Stock? Ah, some new uh, little resurgence. What well, I guess so what's his name? The radio guy came announced yep. he's joining yep. Elite and yep. then Jason Lyon retiring after this year. Yes. So it sounds year. like and then yep. just going back. But you know what? I mean, as cool as it was to to see him drive and win championships and, and things like that. I don't really know. He always kind of has been the guy that like he could take it or leave it. He don't really care. He just wants to build the engines. It seems like, well, I mean, dude, he's really good at it. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Absolutely. That's why he gets, I'm sure gets paid the big bucks, but that's what I mean. Like it's crazy to, for somebody that's actually in that, that field i'd be curious to know what like when he first started over there like hey come work over here and we'll like i mean because he was a stock eliminator world champion right he was but when yes but when he came to kb he came from joe gibbs racing right because they had a pro stock team right no he was an engine the dyno operator oh the nascar right from nascar right so it makes me wonder if like part of bringing him over was like hey we'll let you drive and then sounds to me like he gets more pleasure out of building the engines, creating the championships. Then I, you know, I don't know him from Adam. I sat next to him at an autograph signing one time and he was super nice. Um, but that's all I really know of him, but he seems like a cool dude. So hats off to him for a cool year. Hopefully, you know, he can go out, go out with a bang and, you know, and then go into that engine room and dining room and do his thing. I don't think I don't think that we'll necessarily at the end of 2020 it will I don't think it's going to be a situation where we're never going to see Jason line at the racetrack again. No, I don't think so either. I mean, hell, he'll probably end up, you know, sporadically with their testing. You know, obviously they have cars, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, and when Mooresville Dragway is literally like 300 feet from the from the shop. They are probably more like 300 yards. It's probably 300 yards. Um, you just, you know, he's not going to, he's not going to give it up, but I mean, for sure. I, I mean, I believe the report, you know, he, he's really a genuine family person. I mean, if you can tell, if you ever go to Brainerd and all of the line family, I mean, they, that they, they are, they are really family driven. So I think that there's a, you know, a lot of validity into that, that he wants to spend time with his more time with his kids and, and so forth at home. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, he's still going to build horsepower. I, uh, I, I, anybody want to lay odds on who's going to be taking over his seat in 2021? You think somebody will? Yes. Do you know that for a fact? I'm an, I'm doing assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure somebody, I mean, well, don't they have the Quadra family, right? The Quadra family, which is another worst kept secret, has went out on their own now. Oh wow! So they, from what I understand, uh, they have Nick Ferrari. Uh, really? Yes. Wow. And so they built and broke ground on a huge shop in North Carolina, and uh, from what I understand, that's where their stuff, their equipment, will be housed out of. 
but that's a uh, mm. another yet to be announced, but worst kept secret, I think. Um, Interesting. But how about uh, they, the young gun that I want to talk about um, that I think you know, will be interesting is going to be uh, Chris McGahey. McGahey. Yeah, McGahey's kid. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. Coming out of Texas, the, his dad was always the silver bullet. Now we got the blue bullet. I, mean, I wonder if they're cowboy fans. I don't know. Now they got um, the Bud Light. <laughs> Blue and silver. <laughs> yeah, the Bud. Yeah. Is that the Bud Light. Light? What do you mean the Bud Light? Is it a Bud Light Bullet? That's not what they call it, is it? No, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I was getting ready to say that. I, my, I try not to my, drink Bud Light. My cousin used to always call me when I was a kid Bud Light because I was always little. And then when when uh, Jet was born. He's like, so do I call him like Natty Light or like Micro Light or what am I like? What do I call him? <laughs> it was funny, but that's just reminded me of that. Okay. Oh. All right. Let's go back to the elite guys. Sound New guy over there. No. Well, yeah. Mr. Robinson, radio, radio mm-hmm. wars guy. Uh, looked like he took like duck to out of, you know, duck the water. I mean, from some of the videos that I saw, but. Nonetheless, um, the elite group, they sounded like they had a great productive test for a week in Bradenton. And um, somebody else got behind the wheel down there, I heard. Yeah. And saw. Yeah. Mr. TJ Coughlin. Buddy TJ. Yeah, I think. Banging gears. uh, Yeah. I mean, dude, I mean, he's driven a pro mod car. He's driven a fuel car. He's a champion in in a fuel car. Uh, he drove top fuel. I mean, <clears throat> trust me. If somebody would say, "Hey, do you have a helmet? Do you want to come over here and get a pro stock license?" I mean, I don't know how long I'd have to, how long it'd take me to figure out how to do the burnout. But by God, I'd be excited to try. How about that? Yeah. No. Heck yeah. That's cool. Cool for him. Always, always good to uh, open up. Uh, open up your palate to more. And with that being said, coming from a guy that drives race cars and not dork cars, um, I would even do it. I'd try it. Yeah. You still haven't driven a real race car yet. <laughs> okay. Still driving those you darts. Keep, you keep telling yourself that. <laughs> Don't you love those memes online when they're talking about it's all the ladies and they're chasing the one guy. It says all the women when they find out he drives a door car. Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay. I'm just saying okay. door cars are more fun. I'm sure they are. I, I, to be honest with you, I honestly cannot say this is a fun fact that people might not know. I can honestly say I've never driven a door car. They when it hikes the front end up. It's I haven't even driven wheels. like a stalker. Like, the only thing I'd, I've driven with doors is literally the motorhome and my truck to the track. That's it. You don't know what you're I would love in. to have, I don't know why, but I'd love to have like a Corvette Roadster or something for super gas. I just think they look cool. But those don't have doors either, so I guess. Those don't have doors either, dude. Unless you get, you know. I'm just saying. I don't know what your problem is. Stop trying All to right, hate on the door car, guys. Let me, I mean, well, you don't even have a clutch in yours, but yeah, let me oh, but do I, a burn yeah, on that. That too, is, I mean, Go for a rip. I, love, I mean, I'm telling you, there's just nothing cooler than carrying the front end past the 60 foot clock, setting it down and just, just trucking right along, man. I'm telling you, it's awesome. I bet it is. Shit's vibrating inside. You don't know which way's up. It's way cool. You should tighten some bolts if that's the case. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. I love it. I love it. So yeah. So no, I am. I'm totally stoked to get for Pomona to kick off. Uh, just honestly, as stoked as I am for the NASCAR series to kick off as well. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know what it is. It just seems like there's been so much moved around and and sponsors and everything. Uh, for for NASCAR, not so much for NHRA. I'm I was going to say it's a shame that NHRA hasn't. Uh, I mean, what we still got to have a few big announcements, and there's got to be some big ones to drop yet, right? I hope so. I mean, I, I hope know. so. I guess they're probably worst kept secret. I guess it's a worst kept secret, like everything. But I mean, 
kind of, I mean, did you see, did you see the video of Kyle Lawrence, just Kyle Larson, Kyle Lawrence, Kyle Larson, just dominating at the chili bowl. Just it, doing a fat oh, wheelie just oh, on the outside. Just, I did see that photo. God, that guy. I, I mean, and then what was it? The next, the very next day, they're talking about his contract extension at Ganassi, and and whether or not they, you know, they try to they try to minim, minimize his dirt track activities. I'm like, are you kidding me? That guy is just a freaking stud in anything yeah. he gets in. And I mean, his wife, she's cracking open and chugging beers and so we've talked about that That yeah i mean how how i'd love to have a beer with those two i I bet that'd be a good time i mean they that how much how much realer can you get that's some down-to-earth stuff right there cracking open beers and shotgunning and and open wheel midgets damn get some i'm into that well I don't know what else you're into. What else? Mm, I don't know. <sighs> what else am I into? I got this go-kart sitting behind me. I'd like to go take for a rip. I was going to go do it yesterday, but I ran out of time. And I can't figure out. I tested. I got it all running. My little race go-kart here. Got it all dialed in. And I put it on the ground the other day to go just do a donut in the on my street here. The brakes don't work. It's probably a good thing that you didn't go do donuts. Yeah, I literally almost ran into my neighbor's garage. Who's doing the preventive maintenance over there? No, no well, wonder you got crew guys on your top fuel team. Cause exactly. Exactly. Always need supervision. No, yeah. I don't know what. I, I gotta. I gotta figure out what what's going on. I haven't had time to tear into it yet. Something, either linkage or there's a seal gone or something like it physically works but just no breakage happening no breakage so, no, no breakage bre- no breakage well i don't know that i want to i don't know that i want to start talking about it, anything to to get all hopped up or whatever nonetheless but i'm going to anyways but i'm going to anyway um yeah i don't know it's been quiet it's like we're running out of content of things. It's like we've got so much hush, 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 hush. Don't tell anyone. Let's let's talk. Let's talk about let's talk about our Australian friends. Thank you all very much for uh, listening. Yes, we do have a bunch of you down there, and yeah, and Time Attack crew, we love you all. Best, best of luck to my boy Phil Lamatina and the LTFR Top Fuel Racing Team. They're, uh, we're actually going to have him on the show. I talked to him and uh, he's interested in coming on. So maybe he'll win this weekend and we'll have him on next week or something, which would be pretty That'd cool. Be cool. Um, yeah. So uh, he's, he's super down to, to come on. I just, we just got to figure out scheduling, but uh, yeah, they're running. They actually, so check this out. Don't they this start was, tomorrow? Well, I guess tomorrow will actually be Thursday there. Right. Yeah. Cause it's no, the 20th. they, they te- well, the, I think the, Cause it's a bigger race than just top fuel. So I think like the sportsman stuff starts sooner, okay. maybe Thursday or Friday, but anyway, they were actually supposed to run last weekend. Um, and they knew it was supposed to be like the biggest rainstorm of the hundred year storm or something. I don't know. It rains, I don't, but it rains really hard down there. And, uh, they, I got to give kudos to the sanctioning body or the track or whatever. They postponed it couple days prior because I knew it was just going to be a waterlogged deal and moved it to the next weekend, which depending on who you are, I guess it's kind of a bummer, you know, kind of a bummer for, uh, for Dom Lagana and, uh, and Ashley Sanford. Cause unfortunately they don't get to drive, but, um, you know, it's kind of cool that, uh, they were, I, I guess looking out for the fans and stuff. So that way they just don't, don't go sit in the rain and all the effort. And they did it a couple right. weeks before or a couple days before the actual event. So, yeah, when I when I talked to Phil, he was like, "Yeah, they they let us know we were actually they live really far from Sydney, but um, he's like, yeah, we were on our way, and luckily we didn't have to get all the way down there and then make the decision.' So that was cool. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No. So if anybody wants to watch any of that stuff, um, they have a it's called Ovo Mobile. I think it's like their 
Verizon or something, but they have a a live stream that you can watch. It's pretty cool. Um, check it out. the The drag racing life down there is uh, is pretty awesome. Well, there we go. That'd be cool to have uh, an Australian top fuel guy on. Yeah, heck yeah. He's he's super down to come on. So I'll well, get that set works. up. That works. Well, uh, let's talk about subscribe. <laughs> you're just going to throw that. Just going to say we're oh, segue totally. from Australia to. Uh, no, because you're uh, talking about your streaming subscription there. Oh, see, I. Man, I you're slow. Tees you up there. You're a horrible tear upper. Yeah, never. <laughs> I don't I call you something else, but nonetheless, uh, we're trying, we're trying. No, I would love, we've talked about our ratings, our reviews, likes, and subscribes. We appreciate everybody. The, the mail and stuff, the comments, our Instagram, private messages, all that. We appreciate everything very much. So, and, uh, I'm looking forward to having a, an in-depth conversation here in the near future about, about streaming subscriptions for certain events and so forth. I think it's something that um, appears to be the norm, but also at times seems a little excessive, I guess. So not really sure exactly what side of the fence that I want to jump up and down on being the fact that I'm a business person, I'm a marketer and I'm a racer. I have three different points of view for all of it. And it always concerns me on exactly whose best interests are always at heart. Um, but nonetheless, tell me how you really feel. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, as a racer, if you've got a great product and you have awesome numbers, then it allows the marketing me a better opportunity of selling and impacting companies and enticing them to come be involved. If you, if you're a racer and you're racing somewhere that doesn't have numbers or eyeballs, if you will, it makes it more difficult. It's not that hard of an equation. Uh, the problem is, is that sometimes um, that equation gets a little skewed, if you will. So that makes it a little more difficult for a racer me, marketing me and business me to sit over here and go, huh? Yeah, I mean, it, it, that topic of subscription is is tough because, it, I mean, obviously you're going to get the diehard people that, that want to sign up and stuff, but I think the on the fencers are going to be, are going to be hard pressed to even, even if it was $10. And I only say that because I, when I was at my previous employment, we did a lot of market research on subscription based things because one of our new products that we had was subscription based and we were trying to figure out how much was too much and how little was too little because if it's too little it's uh, it's not worth it but if it's too much oh i'm not paying that a month are you nuts so there's a very very fine line when it comes to that so what is right i do not know it's it's kind of a work in progress i mean maybe you could take some of the some of the stuff that's already out there, like for instance, I pay 80 bucks a month to watch Supercross um, on NBC Sports Gold, which is a huge platform, but that's, you know, live coverage or whatever. And so it's kind of this kind of the same thing, but it's, I mean, it's on my TV, it's on my app or whatever, and it's good quality content, NBC status. Um, and that's 80 bucks. Obviously now, mind you, that market's a lot bigger, but I don't know. I mean, there's probably a lot of that stuff that I watch on Facebook or whatever, just because it's, it's put right in my face that to be quite honest with you, I don't know if I would pay to watch it, you know, but if you're a fan, a diehard fan of it, of course, it's the same thing with bracket racing. Like who really wants to watch a bracket race on on uh online of a camera just at the at the starting line and one at the finish line i do because i'm super into bracket racing i really enjoy it and i love the people that do that and thanks to who does that but if you had to pay for it would you pay would would you if i had to pay i don't i don't think so 
That's in, in some, and that's what sucks because I mean, I, I will probably pay to honestly to support the people doing it, you know, like the, the bang ships out there and like all these, these other stuff that's doing what they started. You know, I feel like they kind of started it, but yeah, I mean, but you're doing that to, you just said that you're doing it to support them as a, correct. as a come up customer. Cause I really can't see on a, on a Saturday, like having, but this is only my personal opinion because I'm, I'm a racer. Like I raced literally 24 seven. So a lot of times when I'm away from the racetrack, yeah, I look at results and I see, I look at numbers and stuff like when I'm somewhere else, but for me to sit there and stream, you know, a full race on my phone or something, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not your guy. I mean, even, I mean, let's be honest, like I have all access for the NHRA stuff, but I don't, I don't really watch it. I live it. So I don't necessarily really need to watch it, but, but that's only because of it. So it's a, I think there's two sides to every coin and you know, if you're into it, yeah, you're going to pay for it. But if you're on the fence, I'd be willing to wager that you're not gonna sign up for it. Yeah, I think you you said a couple of things there that I think are very true. Is that we have um, we have media outlets that were doing the promotion right. So like you know X X video is on Facebook or Instagram, and they're posting. You know, it's got the little tidbits of the race, and it comes up in your feed, and it's live, and you click on it, and now all of a sudden you're watching it because hey, like you said, it's in your face, right? It's right there. Um, you take that away because it's a subscription based deal. And the 10 minutes that I had while I'm waiting on my wife to run into the store and grab something. Uh, and I decide to sit in the truck and go ahead and I'm going to catch up real quick. Cause I'm going to watch top sportsman at PDRA or at X racetrack. And now I've got a login. I'm spending 150 bucks or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, it's not in my face. I got something else to do. You know what I mean? I think that's the, I think that's, I would be on, I mean, I'm on that side um, of it. And, but also with that being said, being on the other side of it, knowing what it costs to do a lot of that stuff, I, does it cost a lot of money? Yes. Does it cost an extreme amount of money to do it the way that they're doing it? I don't think so. Now, with that, I would also wager to say, why can't you have, which most of these companies do, have sponsors to to pay to cover your costs, right? So if that was the case, why wouldn't you just charge a little bit more and still be able to provide it for free? Like, where's the, where's the fine line of, oh, well, we have to charge these people a hundred bucks or 50 bucks, whatever that number is. Where's the middle ground when you, oh, well, why can't we just get six or seven companies that are interested in that market to advertise for these people and then have your brought to you buys and you know, all this stuff. So they hear, hear the brand name. What's the right way to go. I don't know. I mean, yeah, obviously you're going to have way more ads for a free thing, but you might get more, you might get more viewers because it's free, which in turn will make you more money because you'll have more people wanting to sponsor the show because you have more viewers and listeners and watchers or whatever brought to you do, by then you do subscribers and rental cars. I, I mean, that's, that's kind of the fence that I'm on with it. I, I just, I mean, don't get me wrong. If you've got a subscription and you have a captive audience, you're going to have captive demographic numbers. You'll, you'll have actual analytical data to present to a company. It's, I mean, it's black and white. It is. Um, but I believe that, uh, you know, I'm just an assumption here. I'm going to assume that those numbers are going to be lower because of the cost impacts. Um, I don't see that it's a, um, you know, what'd you say? You have NBC gold or whatever. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I mean, we have, Netflix, we have Hulu, we have Apple TV, we have Disney, we have all these service packages. Do you want to know the difference in when I try to, when I say that we have all these 
streaming services over having a motorsport streaming service, the family watches those other streaming services. I right. watch the motorsport service. Yeah. To be honest with you, I, I don't have cable at my house or satellite or anything like that because I don't, I don't really watch TV to be honest. So, and if I do, it's, I like Supercross. I pay 80 bucks one time for the year and, or I watch a lot of YouTube. Like <laughs> I have it streaming music videos, things like that. Not necessarily because it's free, but because I, I just really can't justify spending $200 a month on TV. That's just going to make me lazy and sit on the couch. But if there's something that I need or want to watch, i.e. Supercross, NHRA or whatever, like I'll just pay for it and pay your one-time thing. So I don't know, but I mean, I mean, yes, we, okay. Prime example. You said the family watches it, right? We just bought Disney plus. Yep. So we have, but you have a kid. You, yeah, we don't have cable, but we have Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu, NBC Sports Gold. So, but there's so much content on Disney Plus, and it's what I don't know. I think Angie said it's like nine dollars a month, right? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean. Jet just can sit there and see how, learn how you can schmooze Dinoco as many times as he wants. Yeah. And he needs to watch the pug puppies too. Yep. So no, uh, he likes, uh, he likes Paw Patrol. I gotcha. Yeah. No. So, I mean, it's just, I, I don't know. I'm, and I'm open-minded about it. I'll listen to an argument to, you know, to be made. Uh, and at the same time, it just depends on which side of that bench you're on for the argument. I think uh, when you do, I don't necessarily think there's, I mean, in my perspective, I mean, Don, you're a little more vocal than I am when it comes to things like this. Um, I don't necessarily think there's a side. I, I think it in a situation like this, just coming from the experience that I've had on in previous things, trying to figure out a subscription based thing. It's very subjective. There's so many different elements. We live in a modern day time to where instant gratification is what we want. So, you can just buy what you want or need. So I, yeah. I don't necessarily know if there's a right or wrong answer. You're going to have people that are pissed. This is bullshit. I've had to, I haven't had to pay for this for so long for X amount of time. But on the flip side, you're going to have people that are, Oh, this is all I watch. Like me, super, you know, in my super cross example, this is all I do. This right. is all I want to watch. So I'll pay a hundred bucks. I don't care. Right. No, I, and I get that. I, I totally do. I just hope that those numbers support the greater of the ones that will not. And that's, uh, yeah. that's it. So I, that's where, that's where I think the impact of the casual fan or the ones that, you know, have never seen flying cars would fall to the wayside and you lose the opportunity of impact to them. And that's just, I mean, that's just kind of where, where I worry. I worry about the future of getting more eyeballs instead of limiting eyeballs. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I can agree with you to the point of saying this is not really a, a side. It, but at the same time, I can say, well, no, I think you have to have a side. You got to earn the business side. Are you in the marketing side? Or are you on the driver side? Or, you know, are you on the side of the road? Where are you? I'm just saying. Yeah. So, well, all right, dude. First dumpster fire episode for 2020. We knocked it out in the first month. I think that's pretty good. I think we might just need to have one of these a month. What? Just a dumpster fire episode where we just jump back and <laughs> forth, you know, just self promote. Stone Cold, a couple beers, and and that's not it. the problem. I haven't even I haven't drank a beer. I probably would have got a little more revved up if I had. But yeah, you're you know, too much. I got to go st- back to work. Yeah, you're too much of a Sally. Hey man, Jerusalem can't, can't be drink can't be drinking on, on the job. Beach. <laughs> drinking on the yeah. job. Don't I all I can't, bo- I can't be drinking on the job. I was gonna say, don't all body shop owners drink? 
<laughs> yes, but after five, well, I can't even say that, but <laughs> this one that you're talking to doesn't go. I gotcha. Doesn't homie. Don't play that game. Homie. Don't play. Yeah. All right. Well, dude, Hey, give us our closeouts. Let's get out next week. We will have some fun and I will have a blog to talk about coming back and going oh to Dallas. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Um, thanks to uh, Motion Race Works. Be sure to buy yourself some stuff. Maybe get yourself a, a Tumblr. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen that on. Was that on, not uh, funny or what? Yeah, that was pretty funny. On uh, social media stupidfastracing.com for all of your apparel needs performance data systems for all your data needs streetway marketing and media yeah thanks guys we appreciate it thanks for listening um still enjoy looking at those numbers every week and uh, i'm definitely baffled i know we talk about that a lot but we are definitely grateful for you guys listening and listening for as long as you guys do so that that is a number that we get to and i'm actually very impressed that uh our retention rate is very good. So we appreciate that. And I will see all y'all next week. See ya later. Let's